You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Good afternoon, this is Dr. Carlos Sanchez with the Hispanic Chamber Connection Radio Show. And we're off. This is takeoff time, ladies and gentlemen. The time where you get the, the most information because you'll remember the most at the front part of the show. So, here's what it is. This is a program that's uh, designed and created for uh, members of the Texas Gulf Coast Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. That is that every one of our members has the, the benefit of being on the radio at least once during their membership. And uh, all you need to do if you're a member and you're listening is to um, just let me know. Let me know that you'd like to be on the program and then we'll schedule you. Uh, we're about two months out in terms of waiting lists. So email me, but at the same time, please insist because I tend to uh, not necessarily respond right away to emails because I get over 100 emails a day. And by the time Wednesday uh, comes around, like tomorrow, I'll have two or 300 emails and it's really difficult to get back and, and to set appointments and things. So the best way to do this is either reach out to any one of the ambassadors of our chamber or Colleen Godot. Colleen Godot is our director of membership services. Or catch me at a meeting when I have my calendar and just ask me if you have, you know, Carlos, do you have your calendar with you? I'd like to set uh, our radio uh, time up and then I'll do that with, with uh, happily do it for you. So the, the, the program, like I said, is, is uh, for your visibility. It's for you to be able to explain your business a little bit with a little bit more depth for us to understand you a little better and and for us to really get to know the person behind the business card so with that said uh we want to uh, welcome our guest today is that's fred hubel he, he's the guy that uh, does aflac with our chamber of commerce and and he's a very well known and well well uh, respected individual uh fred thank you for being on the program thank you dr carlos yes sir so so basically you know, the way we begin this program, just a couple of things uh, that you saw today, Fred, and obviously you're, you embody it. Uh, in our organization, in our Chamber of Commerce, you don't have to be Hispanic to join. You know, and, and I think a lot of folks make that mistake. They think, you know, if I don't speak Spanish, I can't go to this thing. And, you know, I've, I've got to be Hispanic to be a part of it. And, and it, it really is not that way. I mean, you saw that maybe about 30 to 40 percent of the people there today, if that, are Hispanic. Yes, sir. I've had several people ask me if that was a requirement to join the Hispanic Chamber, and of course our answer is always no. And Because it's not about the Hispanic part, the exclusive part. It's about the marketing part. If you want part of, of a market that maybe you don't reach in other organizations, we specialize in the Hispanic market, right? So that, that's kind of what this is, is that we, we, we give you access to people who are not necessarily in the general market. Right, right, and it's a very good fit for uh, my type of services yes, that sir. we offer. Yeah, so, so that's kind of what that is. So if you're listening and you're thinking, okay, should I become a part of this thing or not? Well, you can because you don't need to speak Spanish, although if you do and you understand soccer, then you'll be right in with a lot of us who are watching these games and, and having a heart attack every time people get close to, to the goal. So, so, or you can just be a, a guy that doesn't do any of that, and, and all people are welcome, and we're very thankful that you're, uh, you're a part of our organization if, if you're either or. Okay, so a couple things. We just, we just had an event right now. We had about 40 people at, at uh, Spring Creek Barbecue right here on, on, was it 242 and 45? In Shenandoah, basically, Shenandoah. Spring Creek Barbecue. Woodlands Parkway. Yeah, there you go. That's what it is. <laughs> That's not 242. And um, 
So we, we, that's the kind of networking we do. And Fred, have you found that this, this form of networking is different from other organizations that you've gone to? Yes, because it's much more focused on trying to get business for mm -hmm. the other uh, participants at the, at the meetings mm -hmm. and not so social, but also beneficial to the business itself. And we try to, you know, and it's weird because even with that, even, even when I state the intention at the beginning, this is what we're here to do, this is how it works, there are folks that, that, that basically don't show up to do that. They, they don't show up to do business. They show up, you know, because they like it. When you're in a social environment, rejection is not, it doesn't happen because you're being social, you know. You're, you're not being intentional to try to get business. So nobody can say no to you. And so there are a lot of folks that show up with that intention of, of I just want to be a nice person type thing. But the problem is, and I've experienced this, is that the, the, the more you have that, that, that non-intention of business, the more you show up back to your office with no business cards or with no business, you know? And, and so we facilitate that because I know that people join our organization with the intent of doing business. It's, it's why they join. Yeah, certainly we all know that time is money mm -hmm. and the time spent networking mm -hmm. uh, needs to result in some type of business connections if Something. possible, right? And we tell our members this. So, so anybody that's listening, if you guys um, are not getting the results you're looking for, please let me know because... I, I will absolutely take action to help you get the business you want. And, and we'll do, you know, I've done business coaching for 20 years and, and facilitation and all this other stuff. So um, I'm happy to implement whatever things you need to help you do business because I know that that's why you're joining this thing. It's not because we're trying to save the whales or that we're trying to reconstruct roads. I mean, there's other organizations that do that. I was just looking at, at Facebook, um, our sister, they're not even a sister, uh, the other Chamber of Commerce, the other Hispanic Chamber of Commerce that's in Houston, is meeting with the mayor right now, and they're meeting with all kinds of politicians and dignitaries to, to protest against the separation of families in the, on the border. And, and I think that's a very important thing that they're doing. But it's not us. It's not the kind of organization we are. You know? and plus, we're really far away, so if the mayor called me and said, I want a, a, a picture with you, I'd probably say I can't go because I have networking. You know? I have business. So we're, we're, our, our philosophy is different. And um, so you always want to, you know, if you're listening, you always want to find out what the philosophy is of the organization you're in before you even join, because if it has a wrong philosophy, if they're trying to do other things, then you're not going to get the business you're expecting. So that's, that's why we act, you know, that's why, that's why our meetings are what they are, you know? Even though, like we said, Fred, earlier, I mean, you get people that show up and just, you know, they don't listen. They don't have any intention of listening. They're just there to do their thing, you know? Well, the good thing about the chamber, though, uh, Dr. Carlos, is that it is very supportive of all mm -hmm. the members. Mm -hmm. So all the members go to the ribbon cuttings yes, and other uh, activities that you schedule. Yes, sir. So it is very good for, from that standpoint. Well, let me tell you this. Okay, so just uh, we, we, had, we had today, we had, uh, of course, lunch like we do every Tuesday uh, here in, in uh, the Woodlands Conroe area. But tonight we have a thing called Latinas Without Borders. And, and a lot of folks don't know this. Latinas Without Borders came from a company I own uh, called Leaders Without Borders. Leaders Without Borders came from another organization that, that I've worked with, which is Doctors Without Borders. So, so basically... I did a lot of work with international groups in, in doing training and speaking and things like that with them uh, in preparation for them going overseas and, and, and working with other cultures, especially Latin American cultures. And, and so that's where the name came from. So when people ask me, why do you call it Latinas Without Borders? It's really because I even wrote a book called Leaders Without Borders. So, so that's kind of where that came from. Anyway, it's a group of, of uh, our women's success group. They're meeting tonight at 530 at Brio here in the Woodlands. And um, it's about... 25, 30 women show up to that. And all it is is this basically it's, it's, a, it's a success group. So they're not there to sell to each other. 
and they're not there to try to convince each other to you know to do things. They're basically there to share, and and to that that one is more of a social group, you know. So it's because we understand, you know, guys finished a meeting in, in the meeting we had today. I gave them a minute each, and they took thirty seconds each, and they were done so fast. When it's all guys, it's very different than when it's all women, and we we understand that. We appreciate that. You know, have you seen the difference, Fred? Between the two, not really, but I have heard a good feedback from all of the Latinas in the group who have gone to the meetings. Sure. It's educational in addition to being social. Yeah, and, and, yeah, and it's going to be, you know, uh, tonight we have um, um, Nara Alonso. Nara Alonso is with, with, with Wells Fargo Bank. She's an executive with the bank. She's also our chairman. So she's going to be speaking tonight on, on assertiveness. And, and so, yeah, it's, it's an exciting event for them tonight. And I'll be there because I get to hold on to the door. And, you know, as president, I have to introduce the people and do things like that. But then I don't stay for the meetings. I, I get to leave. <laughs> That's tonight. Tomorrow, tomorrow's interesting. Tomorrow we have a, a breakfast at a place called Pro-Optics, Pro-Optics Eye Care in uh, the Galleria. Now, you've been there before, Fred. Yes, I have. Okay, so we'll be there tomorrow morning. Interesting because, you know, it's raining and it's Galleria and it's 8 a.m. <laughs> you know, so all those characteristics are going to make it for a fun ride, you know. I, I, I should probably get a hotel out there tomorrow morning or tonight because I'm going to leave my house probably at 5.30 in the morning to get there by 8. Well, fortunately, the breakfast goes from 8 to 10. But I have no, to be there. So. I'm presiding. But, you know, and a lot of our members that are up here, they're not going, which is fine. I mean, I understand. We don't expect, guys, if you're listening, uh, for all the listeners that are part of this Chamber of Commerce, we do not expect our members to attend every event because that'd be insane. Uh, none of them do. Um, right. I do, because obviously the, the events that the Chamber of Commerce does, but we don't expect our members to. It's, it's just way too much. It's too much intensity. We have nine events this week, you know, so, so it's, it's very, very, very busy. And, and no, we don't expect it. So tomorrow we're in the Galleria. We'll, we'll, we take a lot of pictures for visibility's sake, and there will be plenty of pictures, and people will see what's going on. So that's tomorrow morning for breakfast from 8 to 10. Then we zoom up I-10 over to Katie, Cape Cod Cafe Express tomorrow morning, um, tomorrow for lunch. We have a networking lunch there tomorrow. And with Chef David and his staff, they do a great job at Cape Cod Cafe. So that's in Katie on Mason. And, and so that's Wednesday. Yeah, tomorrow. Yes. Thursday, uh, Tamagaucha. Tamagaucha, that's right there in the Galleria area. So it's a very basic uh, setting. It's, it's a luncheon, uh, networking. Friday, we have our, our chairman-elect, Leonard Amell, who's also a sponsor of this program. He's going to be named and, I guess, uh, officially declared declared uh, yeah our, our chairman so he's going to be named chairman elect tomorrow uh, on friday that'll be a big event people having lunch and, and all so it's going to be a lot of fun yes and also a good networking event. absolutely and and saturday we have two events very quickly uh, ella springs uh for breakfast it'll be uh well not breakfast it's actually a, a crawfish boil ella springs that's a senior center a senior living center and then uh redemption roofing is doing something at 2 p.m so it's a very very busy schedule Guys, if you, need, uh, if you need more information, please contact me, uh, text me, email me. Uh, get a hold of me. I'll send you the email. So when we come back, we're going to learn a lot more about Fred, uh, Fred Hubel, yes. Aflac, how they, how they help folks. So please stay with us. We will be right back. Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show. With monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, 
and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the message line at 936-647-3776 to take your first step into the radio world. The Hispanic Chamber Connection is sponsored by the ML Insurance Agency, located at 719 Sawdust Road, Suite 103, The Woodlands, Texas. The ML Agency is a family-owned insurance agency that provides home, life, automobile, and umbrella insurance coverage. Since 2006, the ML Agency has been a bilingual insurance service for businesses and private citizens in the Montgomery County area. For more information on the ML Insurance Agency, please visit the Hispanic Chamber Connection at www.irlonestar.com slash hcc. The ML Insurance Agency is available by telephone at 832-525-5656 or online www.mlagency.com. The ML Insurance Agency is a sponsor of this program and the Hispanic Chamber Connection thanks you. Lone Star Boxer Rescue is a nonprofit organization serving Montgomery County and surrounding areas, dedicated to the health and well-being of the boxer breed. Lone Star Boxer Rescue is run and managed 100% by volunteers since 1999. Our main objective is to rescue, rehabilitate, and rehome boxers that come to us from many sources, including local animal shelters, owner surrenders, and strays. For more information about Lone Star Boxer Rescue, visit our website at lsbr.org. We're back. We are back. This is Dr. Carlos Sanchez with the Hispanic Hispanic Chamber Connection radio show. You know, it's been a while since somebody said to me, Carlos, you have an accent. And I know I do, I guess. I'm not sure I don't hear it. But, but uh, and it, it's not necessarily a Spanish accent. It's weird, you know. I, I did a lot of work, and I grew up, for example, in the, in the Midwest, so like in Chicago and, you know, Indiana and, and et cetera. But then after that, I moved, you know, to, to San Antonio, then to the Virgin Islands, then I lived in... In, in Hawaii, then I lived in, in Los Angeles. So I've lived all over the country in different parts of the world. And um, so I guess my accent has picked up different parts because I don't think it's real specific. It's not easy to hear it as a Spanish accent. You have a confluence of uh, accents, but I think the Spanish is the predominant. Somewhere, right? I mean, I Whatever <laughs> it is, it doesn't matter, guys. Listen, we are having um, a good time here. So we, 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 and we want you to, to now, now it sounds really good. Whereas before it sounded funny, Fred? Tell us a little about, about about yourself so you can listen to it. Tell us just basically what what is AFLAC and all that, please. Okay, well, what AFLAC is, well, what first of all, what I am. I'm, I'm an independent insurance uh, agent. I am licensed through the state of Texas, and I have a contract with AFLAC to represent them as well. Uh, I'm also free to represent other companies, but AFLAC is my main business. Uh, AFLAC is... Uh, is a technology company that happens to sell insurance as well. And what that means is there's basically three legs to what AFLAC does, and that's the people, uh, the product, and the uh, technology, or the platform. And so AFLAC uh, has a what's called an Everwell uh, internet platform that we use to uh, collect the in- information about the businesses and the employees that work there. 
And so the administrators for each business is able to go online and see all the information about their employees and what type of coverages they have, what their you know dependents are, all that information. So mm. it serves as a bit of an HR uh, for those people in it, and it helps uh, minimize the work that the the companies have to do themselves. Um, but of course, supplemental insurance is sometimes best described by what it's not. Mm. It's not medical insurance. Okay. So it does not pay hospitals and doctors. Mm. It's designed to pay the policyholders to help them pay deductibles, copays, uh, and any other bills that they might have to pay. So right. if they get hurt or sick, and they often will be missing a paycheck. Uh, a lot of laborer-type positions, for example, they don't get paid if they're not working. So what AFLAC does is it helps fill in those holes, mm. and then uh, it uh, provides a financial cushion for the policyholders. Okay, wow. And, and so with that then, because I always thought AFLAC was insurance. It is. They have, <clears throat> well, there's kind of two main products that mm-hmm. we offer. Mm-hmm. One of them is uh, some basic insurance policies, supplemental though, which means they're indemnity right. policies, mm-hmm. which means that they there's a schedule of benefits. Mm-hmm. So if it's an accident, there's four basic uh, policies that we call the uh, catch-all. And so there's an accident policy, hospitalization, short-term disability, and then um, the, like a critical illness, so like cancer, okay. for sure, example, sure. right? Mm-hmm. And so uh, they're designed, as we just said, to to help um, the policyholders when they get sick <clears throat> by, uh, you, you file a claim and within 24 hours, mm. they will deposit into your checking account the monies that are due, you know, based on the type of illness or, or accident and then also the type of procedures that you might have that go along with that. So okay. hmm. we submit the, the bills, and the bills go to AFLAC, and they pay very quickly. So it's designed to help you get through those tough times. So let me ask you then real quick then, if you, if you don't mind, Fred. Yes, sir. Uh, tell us specifically, what kind of benefits does AFLAC offer a small business owner, for instance? Yeah, so there's many advantages to a small business, and that's what we do try to emphasize. First of all, the people side of AFLAC are agents like myself. Mm-hmm. So we visit with the owners to try to identify any pain points or in, in particular areas that are of concern to them. Those areas of concern typically are in the areas, so for in the Houston area, for example, there 60% of businesses are interested in either remaining competitive in their industry mm-hmm. or attracting and retaining employees. And so given those, the products that we offer uh, help do that by increasing the benefit packages for the employees and right. also go ahead, go ahead no go ahead and then the other side of uh, it's not just product but there's also value-added services that okay. are available and so those include things like telemedicine mm-hmm. uh, fraud protection uh, uh, there's a yeah there's mm-hmm. a business i mean there's something that helps you negotiate your medical bills there's seven value-added services that a business is able to select that AFLAC will provide for free if we are able to form a group. And it takes three employees to, to form a group. So let me ask you then, if, if I'm a business owner, I have five employees, and, uh, and I have somewhat of a, of, a, of a benefits package already for my employees, can AFLAC still come in and help me? How would you help a business like mine if I was in those circumstances? Yeah, there's really no coordination of benefits between anything that you have now. So if you have major medical, 
uh, that's kudos to you because many businesses do not. Okay. But even if you do, uh, you're still going to have some type of a deductible and a copay that has to be paid. Mm-hmm. And in, in addition, um, the uh, by having supplemental insurance that helps your employees, but we also will help you, uh, if you don't have one already, set up a Section 125 cafeteria plan, which means the premiums for the policies that are being offered to your employees can be deducted before taxes. So that okay. saves you having to pay FICA and unemployment tax on that portion of their salaries. Very good. Okay, so there is there's definitely a way to save money that, that AFLAC has that's competitive and that helps people. Yes, uh, Helps employers. Could you, yes. could you talk a little bit more, Fred, uh, about the part about when, because when, I know AFLAC is unusual in this case that if somebody, if I get sick and I can't go to work, AFLAC actually pays me a part of my salary how does that work as long as you uh, are on a qualified business mm-hmm. so um, short-term disability is not available to individuals but it is to employees of businesses and so yes that they it's a, very similar to the short-term and long-term disabilities that some uh, businesses have but what it does is it replaces up to 60 percent of your income mm-hmm. if you so choose to to choose that level of coverage and how quickly do they pay that well, okay, so it begins paying. There's several options that you have, of course, but we usually off- recommend the 07 option, which means on accident, it starts paying on the first day of the accident. For illnesses, it pay- starts paying after day seven. Wow, okay. On day seven. So how long have you been doing AFLAC, Fred? I mean, is this something that you've had for a little while now? Uh, not too very long. I've been doing this since October, so seven months. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Before that, my I was a career in oil and gas in the engineering and project management. Uh, so is that your background? That is my background, <laughs> okay. yes. I have a, a, a electrical engineering degree, and mm. then I attended the University of Houston and obtained a, an MBA. Very good. Okay, so, so this is something pretty much out of your comfort zone for sure. I mean, the whole sales process and the whole thing, even networking must be kind of unusual for you. It is. It's unusual. It's not something that um, that I've done for the years, but I, I, I was attracted to it because I, I have enjoyed working with people. Sure, sure. And so this is definitely uh, something that involves a lot of uh, people networking. Mm-hmm. You know, we get we get uh, most of our business in three ways. One of them is referrals. Another one is networking. And the third one is through prospecting, okay. which means a lot of cold calling, yeah, and yeah. walking through doors. And so, yes, it's something that you have to Wow. get adjusted to sure well especially that part because it, you're so wide open to everything that comes with prospecting in that form you know yes. uh, i think that that i mean the, the fact that you guys can identify three forms of, of sources of business i think is interesting because everything in the end leads to networking you know it need it leads to relationship building it leads to to what you've been doing a lot of with our chamber of commerce it's, and that's just showing up you know yes. just the fact that you show up helps everybody not only does it help our members, but it helps you even feel more comfortable with what you're doing, you know? Yes. Well, as you always preach, Dr. Mm-hmm. Carlos, you know, you have to like someone before you do business with mm-hmm. them. Sure. So it's important to show up and get to know everybody mm-hmm. well, and then that leads to them wanting to do business with you. Absolutely. And that's the bigger thing, too, is, I mean, it's, it's important that people like you. Uh, then after, once you know, you know, you're, you're, you're making inroads because you've met with somebody and maybe you've helped them it really matters that you actually ask for the business, that you actually say, let me look at what you're doing and see if I can help you. Because what happens without that call to action, it's a relationship. It's, it's, it basically, it becomes you know, almost a social thing. But that intention is the difference. 
you know, and, and that's the bigger thing we tell our members too. Just yes, you got to like each other, but come on, you know, you're all here to make a living, and and so so beyond with that too, you know. I think for most of us, having a one-on-one meeting with uh, a counterpart mm-hmm. is uh, important sure, to, to uh, learning about their business and what issues they have and what solutions you might be able to bring to the table. I agree with you, and and you know, and, and uh, we'll talk about that when we come back, Fred, because there's a lot of other things like like who who's your best prospect and and who can people actually refer you to uh, that our listeners are probably interested in learning. So when we come back, we're talking with Fred Hubel. He is with Aflac. And we'll be right back. Now, please stay with us. And uh, yeah, we'll see you in a bit. Don't miss Lone Star Community Radio on TV and YouTube. Our talk show and music shows are featured on Our City TV, Suddenlink Channel 12, and have their own YouTube channel. Make sure to subscribe to keep up with posted shows and comment on them below the video. The Hispanic Chamber Connection is sponsored by the ML Insurance Agency, located at 719 Sawdust Road, Suite 103, The Woodlands, Texas. The ML Agency is a family-owned insurance agency that provides home, life, automobile, and umbrella insurance coverage. Since 2006, the ML Agency has been a bilingual insurance service for businesses and private citizens in the Montgomery County area. For more information on the ML Insurance Agency, please visit the Hispanic Chamber Connection at www.irlonestar.com hcc. The ML Insurance Agency is available by telephone at 832-525-5656 or online www.mlagency.com. The ML Insurance Agency is a sponsor of this program, and the Hispanic Chamber Connection thanks you. Did you know there are more than 790 abused and neglected children currently in foster care in Montgomery County? Will you help make a difference? I'm Allie Stevens with Costa Child Advocates of Montgomery County. We train and support volunteers to be the voice of children in the foster care system. Kids are removed from their home because of abuse and neglect, and we need volunteers just like you to advocate for these children. To learn more about becoming an advocate, please visit costaspeaksforkids.com. That's costaspeaksforkids.com. We're back. We're back. This is Dr. Carlos Sanchez with the Hispanic Timber Connection Radio Show. And thank you for listening. You know, it, it's really interesting how, how we have such a variety of folks that, that come to the show. We've been now on the air now, thanks to the ML Agency, for about a year. Uh, this, is a, this has to be show number 50 or 60-something, and uh, always an honor to, to speak to you uh, through the air. But uh, something that most, at least 90% of the folks that show up to the show have in common is that they all sell something. They're all out there doing something. And including people like you know the university that, that's come several times or Lone Star College, et cetera, they're also always selling ideas and they're doing something to promote ideas, right? And, and promote people's focus on them. And it boils down to, we're talking about this during the break, um, that it boils down to the activities that you do every day that sustain your business over time. You know, for example, what we tell our members always is that if you want to, to be successful, no matter what business you're in, including direct sales and, you know, Mary Kay or all these other things, it doesn't matter. Whatever you're doing, if you can, if you can develop 
the discipline to have a daily activity uh, focused sort of morning, for instance, then, then your chances of success are very high because over time that compounds, you know? Yes. And, and we're saying this, uh, what we tell our members, and then this is, I just had a meeting yesterday with this lady who just joined, and she said, you know, I want to be successful at the chamber. What do I need to do? I said, you need to meet two new people, brand new, that don't know you every day. If you can meet two people every day and you can tell them what you do and be clear and have a conversation with them, look at them in the eyes, this is what I do, two every day, in a, in a period of time, a lot shorter than you believe, you'll start doing business. Because what will happen is that activity alone will generate enough, enough momentum for you to start moving forward. The thing is, though, two people a day, Fred, like brand new people, that is the toughest thing you'll ever do. Yes, because even at our... Uh we have three meetings a week yes, with the chamber, mm-hmm. lunch meetings, mm-hmm. and sometimes there's a new individual and sometimes there's not. Right. And as you said, the last meeting, everyone flocks to the new members because we all are interested in introducing ourselves to a new person right. and getting <laughs> to know them. So we want to encourage everyone who's listening mm-hmm. to you know come to the meetings. Absolutely. Because everyone is going to be interested in meeting you. Just don't tell them you're new. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's okay if you tell them you're new. But the thing is this, you know, it, it, it's amazing because you're right. And, and, Somehow, and we do a good job of this, like today we did a good job of it, and, and there's meetings where we do a great job of bringing people, and there's other meetings where it's just like, oh my God, it's just you people again. No, I'm kidding. You know, it's just, okay, nobody brought anyone. New. To me, it's amazing that I know every one of our members that comes to our, our networking events, every one of them talks to business people every day. They know business people, yet they don't buy them lunch. They don't come to our meetings with their, with their friends. Some do, you know, but it amazes me that we don't have more visitors. Because what happens is this, like you said, sometimes, you know, and, and I, I always look out for this because I want to make sure it doesn't happen. Whenever there's a visitor, everybody flocks to them and they make lines to try to talk to this person. Yes. I end up competing sometimes with members for the, for the new person's or for the visitor's attention, and I can't do that. You know, the, the chamber should never have to compete with its members for attention of visitors. There should be enough visitors, always, you know? Well, I know, Dr. Carlos, that mm-hmm. I have personally invited mm-hmm. a number of individuals, mm-hmm. business owners, mm-hmm. and who have not started coming. And mm-hmm. I think it's because they are very busy people. Sure. Well, and yeah. um, they're not at that point where they uh, are able to delegate some of their activities to, sure. so that they can make a little bit of free time mm-hmm. to come out and network. But mm-hmm. I think once they begin to value mm-hmm. Uh, meeting all the other business owners that uh, attend your meetings, right. then that will no, raise the priority. That, that's part of it too. I, I'm thinking we have to do something, and this is part of our plans, is to do something virtual or to do something where, where someone who, who owns a business, let's say a printing company, who's, who's up here in Conroe, for instance, and, and can't attend a meeting in the Woodlands, but can actually participate in the meeting uh, virtually, maybe through a webinar type thing or something where they can, where they can see what's, what's going on, get some of the information, maybe network a little bit. I think that's something that's of the future because you're right. Very few business owners who, who, are, who are successful uh, will say to you, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take three hours out of my day and drive all the way down to the Galleria to meet somebody, maybe. You know, they just, they just won't give you that much time. So, well, particularly the very small business owners, right. sole proprietors, et cetera, mm-hmm. because they're so busy trying to generate income. Absolutely. A, a slightly larger business who's a, who might be able to hire someone mm-hmm. to do some marketing. Mm-hmm. Uh, to participate in the meetings or they can occasionally show up themselves mm-hmm. uh, like maybe they have a partner and they right. trade off like you know we see dr malik do that yes then uh that that works a little better for mm-hmm. them true and so does the, i mean a lot of other members do 
and like the, the ML agency does that, and, and several other members who have who have staff do that. Um, so bottom line is is that I know we're not for everyone. I mean, I, I would love for us to be for everyone, but sometimes it just is what it is. We do 30 events per month. If I do more events, I truly can't, I, I really can't sustain. I mean, as it is, it's, it's pretty interesting how it works. But we are looking at doing some early morning things here in the woodlands because we, we don't have anything for early breakfast. Like tomorrow we have something in, in, uh, in downtown, uh, the Galleria, doing something similar up here. It's just what happened is when we used to do something uh, every, every other week, we would do something at a different restaurant when we first started the chamber. But then when we switched it over to lunch, lunch became so popular that very few people would go to the breakfast. Mm. And we thought, okay, maybe we should just focus on breakfast, I mean on lunch. But I'm thinking that there are people we're not capturing uh, in the morning, early morning. You know, like from, we used to, I used to love doing from 7 to 9, you know, because it's early, but it's early enough for you to get there, get out, and go, go to work, you know. Uh, what, what never worked for us was the afternoon. That, that was always tough. If we do after, after hours, uh, you know, like happy hours or things like that, not in this part of town. They, don't, they, they just don't do happy hour. You know, it's just a different crowd. The, uh, I think if you did a 7 o'clock, you might have some conflicts with the BNI's chapters in the area that's because what, they meet at 7.30 usually in the that's morning. That's what we want. Okay. Because <laughs> BNI members are part of our chamber, right? So and that's fine. But the idea, though, is that it's good to have that kind of conflict. Choice is a very good thing, you know? I don't mind. I don't mind doing meetings right on top of other people's meetings, except except the Woodlands Chamber because they always, yeah. If I want my meetings to to not work, just do it when they're doing theirs. Nobody will show up. Although now we're big enough, you know. A year ago, that was totally the case. I would always have to watch their calendar because if they were having a meeting, uh, most of our members belonged to that other chamber and they would not they would not show up to mine. But now that's changed, you know. But yeah, you're right. I mean, obviously we don't want to step over any bounds or anything like that. But there are none. See, there's no. We don't think like BNI does in, in terms of exclusivity. Right. I think more in terms of, of loyalty and in terms of you know a frequency of meetings and of, of people talking to each other. It's just a different philosophy. You know, I used to be a BNI. I was telling that to the guys at the meeting. I, my former life was B, you know BNI. It's, this chamber started in BNI, the Woodlands Winning Edge, one of the best BNIs out there, and and lovely. I mean, you know, twenty thirty people joined our chamber just because I was BNI. And so, so it's a wonderful organization. I, I totally support it. Do you belong to BNI? I do not. Oh, okay. I'm surprised. Well, well, well it's because of the uh, time commitment. Yeah. I mean, there's very strict guidelines as to attendance. Yes, sir. And that's very difficult in, in my type of business anyway, where a client may want to meet at a particular And time. not only that, after time, see, that's the thing. It's hard for people to say, okay, I know an AFLAC guy. You, you know what I mean? You have to be the one introducing yourself to the public. Because referrals for, and I've seen this because in VNI, you know, uh, we had Aflac, one Aflac girl, and it was very difficult to refer her just because it's hard to do that way, you know? Uh, networking, you being the direct educator, I think is, is more effective than, than a lot of other things you do. So what kind of activities do you do every day, Fred, that, that puts you in front of people? Uh, well, uh, other than attending the chamber uh, meetings, uh, I, uh, I usually... There are other network events that I attend, and then and including some in the evenings. There's sure. a couple of in the Galleria area and in the um, city center area. Really? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, those were. And if you want to, you can network all day, every day. Absolutely. I believe by just going online and looking up networking in Houston area. Mm-hmm. But I get in front of people by prospecting, mm-hmm. uh, which means I either walk through doors or I pick up the phone call, pick up the phone and start wow. calling. Cold call. Yes. The dreaded phone, phone, the cold call. So 
So you do that then? Do you do it like every day or are you? Yeah. As you said, the discipline to do that is what drives mm. uh, new clients and your income. Sure. And so uh, it's, it's encouraged by, you know, everyone who's in the business that you block out time for that yeah. and you guard it jealously. I don't know if you ever read the, the book uh, Fanatical Prospecting by uh-huh. Jeb Blunt, but it's quite good about mm-hmm. giving uh, some advice in areas like that. And if you don't do that and it's easy not to because mm-hmm. it's much easier to be distracted Absolutely. and to spend time on things that you like to do, uh, then you can, you're pretty much guaranteed you're not going to be successful if you don't have the activity. So that, that okay, so Fanatical Prospecting by Blunt. That's Jeb Blunt. Name. Jeff? Jeb. J-E-B. Yes. Get these names. Deb Blunt. Yeah. If you're listening, listen carefully. If you're not engaged in sustained, sort of consistent discipline every day, it is, as Fred has indicated, very likely that you'll be at my office telling me, Carlos, the chamber doesn't work. And I will ask you, what are you doing and what are you not doing? And, and that you'll find that the people that are consistent, that are doing this kind of work successfully, are doing it because... You know, they, they get it. it, it it's, it's not easy. It, it, by any means, it's not easy. It's simple. It's just get up and get, get the phone and call people. But it's not an easy activity to do. And because there's plenty of no and there's plenty of all kinds of other things. So um, one thing I wanted to ask you, Fred, if you don't mind, uh, t- would you please tell our listeners about your background? What, is your, what, what educational background do you have? Sort of, because you, you strike me as a guy who, who, who's more of an intellectual type guy. Well, my background is uh, I attended Lamar University in Beaumont. I grew up in Port Arthur, Texas. And uh, so Lamar University was the local college and received an engineering degree, electrical engineering degree there, and moved to Houston and worked in the um, engineering and construction business for 38 years. Wow. Now, after about 15, I moved into... I, uh, project management. I had attended the University of Houston at, at, in the evenings and obtained an MBA because I was more interested in management than in the engineering side. Sure. And so for the last 15 to 20 years, I was in project engineering and mm. project management. And that's to me a lot more interesting. It's sure. a, more based on uh, the financial side, contract, uh, contracting, uh, monitoring and reporting on progress of the projects. Et Absolutely. So it's right. a little bit different. The, 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 the skills it takes, there's also a little bit different than engineering, without question. Because I mean, you have to be, you know, uh, not only knowledgeable of the project, but also the, the, the implementation and the other things about, about uh, to be able to advise leadership of the things that are going on with projects. Right. Okay. So, you know, it was a natural progression. You do engineering, you learn what's required and then you can move into the management yeah, you get out of the heat and go into the office and uh, yeah <laughs> yeah but you're a lot closer to the that's true management and there's a lot it's a lot different pressure absolutely so so real quick fred uh family do you, do you still have family with you right now uh, well i have two daughters they're 24 and 25 my youngest daughter got married and is living in denver she was here for father's day though mm. That was nice of her. And then my older daughter is 26 years old. Mm-hmm. And actually, she just went to work at Planet Fitness, at the Planet Day Spa um, through the chamber. Wow, yeah. You might remember that they came looking for some, yes, for a manager. Yes, she's one of the directors of, of uh, marketing or something like that. Well, uh, this, they hired a new marketing director, but they also hired, wanted a, a, like an assistant manager at the Very store. Good. And just so happened my daughter had uh, decided to leave the hotel industry and good, good was a very, very good fit for her. And I think everybody's happy. Planet Beach. All right. So we're yes, talking Planet to Fred Hubel. Fred is with Aflac. When we come back, we're going to learn more about 
prospecting and who Fred wants to talk to, who you can introduce him to and everything else. So we'll be right back. Please stay with us. A Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's radio station with talk, music, weather, and traffic for Montgomery County. Have a question or comment about one of our shows? Want to know how to reach a host? Just contact the station at IRLoneStar.com or call in and leave a message at 936-647-3776. Get involved with your community with Lone Star Community Radio. The Hispanic Chamber Connection is sponsored by the Amel Insurance Agency, located at 719 Sawdust Road, Suite 103, The Woodlands, Texas. The Amel Agency is a family-owned insurance agency that provides home, life, automobile, and umbrella insurance coverage. Since 2006, the Amel Agency has been a bilingual insurance service for businesses and private citizens in the Montgomery County area. For more information on the Amel Insurance Agency, please visit the Hispanic Chamber Connection at www.irlonestar.com slash hcc. The Amel Insurance Agency is available by telephone at 832-525-5656 or online www.amelagency.com. The Amel Insurance Agency is a sponsor of this program and the Hispanic Chamber Connection thanks you. Want to check out the fastest growing sport in the world? It's right here in Conroe, Texas, and it's Roller Derby. Conroe Roller Derby is a nonprofit recreational league of women and men who want you to come and check out the fast-paced, hard-hitting game of Roller Derby. The Conroe Cutthroats practice at Rainbow Roller Rink on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays. You can find our game schedule and more information on our website, www.conroerollerderby.com. We're back. We're back. This is Dr. Carlos Sanchez with the Hispanic Chamber Connection radio show. The big show. Guys, uh, we're all over the place. So you'll see us on Facebook. This will remain on YouTube forever. We're also on podcasts, on public access television, 106.4, no, 106.1, 104.5 on FM. Right now, uh, I took a couple videos. They're going to go out to Facebook Live all over the place. So the biggest idea with all this radio stuff that we do is just to understand as members, you have this as, a, as one of your benefits. And it's also it helps you not only to focus your business, but it helps you have a, something on media that, that shows you as, a, as an expert. And, and that is very, very important because that, that lets people know that you're serious about your business, that, that you are willing to get out on the radio and and. and some things about it and um, well it, it just makes you look more more professional so if you haven't been on this show and you'd like to be on the program let me know let somebody at the chamber know uh, any one of the ambassadors can take your name and give it to me and we'll be happy to interview you uh, and like we said it's all part of your membership so please please engage and, and let's get this thing done so we're here with Fred Hubel Fred is with Aflac he's been talking to us about so many interesting things about what Aflac does and 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 how the, the supplemental insurance part of Aflac is so important to anyone who, um, well, not only runs a business, but has, has, um, has concerns about their health and how to pay their bills and things like that. So Aflac has some wonderful programs. Uh, there's something else that you wanted to share, Fred. 
uh, was to go ahead and, and if there was something that you were looking at that you had on your mind. Oh, um, I, was, I was just looking at my contact information. So, uh, so you were saying, you know, how can someone get in touch with you? Yeah, me? please go ahead. So what I, wa- uh, I just wanted to give my email address and uh, my app. My email address is Fred Underbar Hubel, H-U-E-B-E-L, at us.aflac.com. And AFLAC is A-F-L-A-C. And then I've got a, an app that you can download mm. uh, by going to online to Fred Hubel. That's F-R-E-D-H-U-E-B-E-L dot cardtap, C-A-R-D-T-A-P-P dot M-E. Now, what is that cardtap dot M-E thing? Is it is like a business card or, or is it an app that, that sort of highlights your business, you specifically, or AFLAC? Okay, so it's uh, designed for AFLAC agents, okay. it, but it is fixed for me so that um, it's anyone that goes onto that app and downloads it, mm-hmm. you'll see my photo, my contact information, but there are also some fairly standard tabs there to where you can get information about the various policies that are available and other information. You can even get quotations. Wow. So it makes it a very easy way to communicate with uh, and get information about the supplemental insurance. So we're here with Fred Hubel with AFLAC. Fred, would you mind uh, just telling our public, why would a small business owner want to do business with AFLAC or with you? Just what, are, what is the biggest benefit that would drive them to want to call you? And then where can they call you? The biggest benefit is that uh, for zero, almost no cost, it can be no cost to the business if they wish, they can get something that's going to benefit their business by increasing the uh, attractiveness to good employees and it helps them retain them. You know, one of the biggest things that we hear is that a lot of small businesses will get good employees in and train them. And then those employees leave to start their own business or they leave for, to go down the road to a competitor who offers some uh, better benefits. So how could somebody reach you, Fred? Phone number. Pardon? A phone number. Well, phone number, my phone number is 832-366-3188. That's my cell number. Mm -hmm. And I encourage anyone who has any questions about insurance. And it's, you know, it's not just AFLAC, because what we like to do is we like to be the cons- uh, consultant to the business. We have a lot of, of course, we do a lot of networking, mm-hmm. but we've got relationships with a lot of insurance brokers who can offer health, vision, dental, a lot of other items that are, you know, important to the businesses and a lot of different variations of health insurance as well. So we've got uh, mm-hmm. relationships with brokers who offer things like what are called MEC mm-hmm. uh, medical plans. That's minimum essential care coverage, mm-hmm. uh, which is required under the Affordable Care Act. If you have 50 employees mm-hmm. or more, mm-hmm. you need to have some type of coverage, and it's a good affordable way to, to provide that. So anyway, what we do is we work to try to help the businesses address their, their issues, whatever issues they might have. Okay, and so the biggest one, like you said, is just the attractiveness of the business. Um, you know, half of the members of our Chamber of Commerce, yeah, they probably quit the you know a corporate job and now became their own business. Uh, you know they started their own business, so it's a pretty common trend that people will stop working for someone and just start doing their own thing. Or or you know it's even worse in certain parts of of, of industry of business. You know for for a thousand dollars or for five thousand dollars more a year, they're just they're gone. You know they'll just go down the street to the competitor. Yes. Or or uh, what one thing that Affleck does is they have a third party consultant. Mm who surveys a lot of uh, thousands of small businesses yearly, and they put out what's called a workforce report. Okay. It's full of statistics about uh, the owners, about the employees, <laughs> but what they consistently show is that employees do consider 
uh, benefits to be a big part of their decision making as to who they're going to work for. Mm. And they will often work for less money, but with benefits. Absolutely. And, uh, and then a, a lot of small business owners, when they get started, it's very difficult for them to afford even for themselves business. Uh, so fortunately many employees might have a spouse who's got some type of coverage, yeah. but they typically don't have supplemental insurance, mm. which really helps out as we were saying before, to cover the gaps that are might be uh, available through their spouse's insurance. And that's what Aflac. Yes. Now Aflac also has life insurance. It's surprising how many people we it's like the statistics say something like 30% of people don't have any life insurance. Wow. Mm-hmm. And so when we meet with these, one of the things we do is provide personal service. We mm-hmm. meet with all the employees at the businesses and explain their benefits, uh, not just whatever Aflac's bringing to the table, but what other benefits that the business might be offering to them. So they, we help them work through that and understand their choices and make a good choice that's in line with their uh, particular circumstances okay. and their budgets. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but uh, oftentimes they have no life insurance. And, right. and so the question is, well, what happens if they happen to have an accident? It's a big, huge financial burden on it's their family. Yeah. So it's, it's not expensive at all. You know, most of the coverages are uh, like 8 to $10 a week, something wow. like that. So how do people get a hold of you, Fred? What was the number again, please? 832-366-3188. That's 832-366-3188 to talk to Fred Hubo with Aflac. You know, and you never know. The bigger thing here is just if you're listening and, and if you're interested uh, to give this man a call, just to ask questions and find out you know, what, what they can do for you and how they can help your business. Um, who are your best prospects, Fred? I mean, who are the best people to talk to? Is there a certain demographic or a certain size? Yes. Uh, well, the thing is, is that uh, in order to have a group within Aflac, you must have three participants. So that means we usually look for businesses that have from three to, let's say, 50 employees. Okay. It's kind of our sweet spot. Mm-hmm. When you get above that, then there's a lot of larger brokers, et cetera, who are trying to get the business. Sure. And it's also easier to get in touch with the business owners at the smaller ones. And that's the key to, to our business is being able to sit with the decision maker and explain uh, or find out about their business, learn about their issues, address their concerns, see sure. if we can do that. And that's easier to do with the smaller businesses. But we also offer, uh, particularly in the critical care, the line of like uh, cancer care, that's often purchased by individuals who might have had some type of cancer or they might have a family history Mm. that's so that's one that's often more of an individual basis but we really look to try to work with the business owners and so um it if uh even if they're like three people if the business often will contribute or maybe provide one policy so that assures that those three people will participate and, and form a group then we can offer the discounted rates and the value added services that we okay. addressed earlier. So you said three minimum. Yes. But you also work with individuals, but but your sweet spot is three and above up until 50. And after 50, of course, then Big Brother wants to get involved and it's a lot harder to do business. Yeah, well, I mean, we often do that. And it, there's a three, I don't know, I think 650,000 businesses that Aflac does business with. Mm-hmm. Um, and But most of them are on the smaller side because... Mm-hmm. It's more. It's better for agents such as myself sure. to be able to handle that. When they start getting large, as we said, we've got a lot more people involved and interested in it. Yeah. And uh, and also we have a, a corporate side who who you know kind of comes in and will handle those deals. They take a lot longer to develop, for example. Sure. 
And yeah, so yeah. for someone like myself, we're looking to try to establish, a, you know, a, a you to make a living. That's correct. Well, because yeah, and, and corporations, I mean, the whole bureaucracy takes over and, you know, different departments and, and yeah, there's a lot more, there's a lot more loops to, to jump through when, when it's a bigger organization. I think there's something like um, 50,000 uh, small businesses in Houston area mm. or maybe even more. And so it's, it's 50,000, but easier for someone like myself. And uh, by the way, I, I'd like to encourage, uh, you know, anyone that's listening who might be interested in a career change mm. and might be considering uh, Aflac as a, as an alternate business to, you know, contact one of the existing agents or our regional directors because, you know, they're always looking to talk Absolutely. to people. And, you know, that, that's something you don't, you don't mention. I mean, this is the first time you say it that, that I've heard you. But I know that, that there, there is a career in this. I mean, there, there is something, if, if you are interested in, in, um, in being an agent or in working with Aflac, then there is a possibility to do that. And it's just a matter of reaching out and finding out who the right people are to talk to. Yes. So, okay. So, so Fred, uh, we have a couple of minutes left. So, uh, tell us one more time then. How can people reach you and, and who would be the best person for people to introduce you to, if you don't mind? Okay, so I can be reached at my phone. The easiest way is to either text or call me at 832-366-3188. I uh, can also be emailed at fred underbarhubel at us.aflac.com is my email address. Uh, there are very many Aflac agents in the Houston area. I don't know how many, but it's a lot. Mm -hmm. So uh, you can reach out and, and speak to anyone um, to answer your questions. I know certainly I'd be happy to answer any questions, and that's kind of what I like to do. I do like to educate and help people understand the, their options. Uh, again, the uh, kind of our target audience, uh, I mean, our sweet spot is small businesses mm -hmm. with three to 50 employees and any individuals who also might be interested, mm -hmm. um, particularly in the critical care aspects such as cancer policy. Very good. So this is Fred Hubel. I'm Dr. Carlos Sanchez. Thank you for listening, and thank you for being on the program, Fred. Very interesting. Thank you very much, Dr. Carlos. So next week, we're going to have uh, Newton, Newton Patel. Newton is with Heartland. Uh, they do uh, credit card processing. They do some other, a lot of other things, but she'll be here next week. Please tune in. Uh, this is Dr. Carlos Sanchez with the Hispanic Chamber Connection Radio Show saying, Thank you again. Have a great week, and we'll see you uh, next week at 2 p.m. Thanks again.